BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. I'll be there to save the day. Superman got none. Morning. This Action 3 News weather alert update is brought to you by Exarban ARS Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing. Light freezing, drizzle, or flurries maybe for this morning commute. But then to, uh, tomorrow we're looking at partly cloudy. A high of 35 expected for today. I mean for tomorrow. Today, 25. Partly sunny and snow late on Sunday. A high of 38 right now. 24 degrees. Watch Jim Flowers and the weather alert team on Action 3 News. There's no safer place in a storm. Here's your traffic update with Cami Carlisle. Interstates are rolling heavy, but no big delays so far. You will see some brake lights on, though, due to wrecks. We have an injury collision just south of I-80 at 24th and D. Also watch out for wrecks. Various stages of cleanup. Westbound Lake at 30. 4th, Fort Crook and Avery and 120th and Harrison. I'm Cami Carlisle. That's your traffic update on Channel 94.1. Thank you, Cami. At 7.05, here are your news headlines. Well, the Omaha Fire Department has determined that the fire that severely damaged a portion of Omaha's downtown Old Market was an accidental fire. An investigation found that crews hit a gas line underneath the sidewalk in front of M's Pub on January 9th. They, uh, Omaha authorities say that the fire burned for hours in the middle of the old market um, after crews struck the gas line. Crews finished their investigation this week into the cause of the fire. MUD has issued a statement on its investigation and says that uh, the yellow marks on the curb and sidewalk indicating the location of the gas line into the building were accurate. MUD also says that the first official notice of a possible explosion and fire came from 911 dispatch uh, Saturday afternoon at around 2.52. It took about 24 minutes for one of their field service technicians to get on the scene, but it took about 72 minutes for them to find the correct valve to, to shut, shut off. off the gas. Now, this yeah. is MUD. This is our local people. But right. the people who broke the line weren't locals. That was no. this independent contractor. Yeah. They're, they're differing. They're, they're not agreeing with that assessment, though, by the way, because it's legal. There'll, there'll be lawsuits. Sure. So, hey, but, I, you know, I'm sure we, I, I would assume we probably, I hope we, we did the right job. They said they had marked those streets, I think, um, a while ago. Yeah. Like, um, in, like the first week of January, they marked him like, because I think they were going to plow all the way south. Okay. Yeah, because you got to mark them. Yeah, it's like those yellow mark marks them. that you see on the sidewalk that uh, we as pedestrians are like, what is that? And those mean something to people who are doing these kind of projects. Uh, they said that while the marks were faded from pedestrian use and, and the weather, you could still see them. The issue is is that it doesn't indicate depth. 
So I'm wondering if that becomes an issue. Like it, it's like, hey, here's the line, but it doesn't tell you this line's one foot underground. You're not supposed to drill into the like yellow's like anyway. gas, orange is like electric. But basically, they, they if you go back and look at the story down in Kansas City where there was an explosion with fatalities, yeah, it did come down to markings. Yeah, um, they had mismarked down Ooh. there in Kansas City. That's supposed to mark how many are there. Okay, you know where they are in the mm-hmm. row. Um, yeah, whether it's depth or not, you, you just not, you're not supposed to uh, you know drill in that area. In that area where the lines are. You're not supposed to drill, baby drill. Yeah, we're baby supposed drill. to drill, 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 baby drill, full drill. The other. Um, piece of this is that the north wall uh, everybody's been you know that's the one thing that the city has been looking at and mercer management whether or not it can be saved now the city is saying that the north wall is going to need to come down that that has been compromised and as the thaw happens the ice that's sort of holding that structure together is going to crumble now mercer management the owners of the building are bringing in a second opinion it's this uh, architect who is very savvy and has worked on projects where it's older buildings that have been in you know moments of distress so he's coming tomorrow and it's going to be taking a look the hope is is that the north wall can be saved and that the building can you know keep its original structure but more on that uh, as they you know do the investigation and more than two hours that's how long the omaha mayor says it took plows to arrive at a busy intersection during the winter storm that we all experienced tuesday Mayor Jean Stothert has backed off her criticism of uh, Omaha police officers' decision to shut down westbound Dodge at 90th. She's focusing on the two-hour delay in clearing snow from that clogged hill. She's saying it's too, it's too long to get plowed. We need to speed up the ability to do it. Yeah. Uh, look okay, at more the, uh, out there. Yeah. She said it's not an acceptable response to take two hours. So uh, showing a breakdown of communication. Uh, she said it's her job to fix it, and we will. So it looks like they're going to be revisiting the whole snow removal plan, which could end up costing us uh, with somebody doing a survey or coming in and doing a consulting type of situation. And uh, former Nebraska football coach and athletic director Tom Osborne is wrapping up his part of the Nebraska fo- I mean, of the college football playoff selection committee. He's one of four members. Their terms have expired. The selection committee has appointed four new members, including former Michigan coach Lloyd Carr. And Creighton is playing on national TV tomorrow when nationally ranked Butler comes to Omaha. The Blue Jays are going to be hosting the 24th ranked Bulldogs at the CenturyLink Center. Men's basketball game is going to be televised on Fox Sports 1. Tip-off is 630. Uh, the hockey mm. game is going to be televised on the CBS Sports Network tonight. Is it really? If you're not there in person. Uh, Miami of Ohio plays UNO, so they play tonight cool. and tomorrow at Baxter Arena. Uh, Saturday's game is on NET. So if you can't make it to a game, um, Turn it on. check your listings. But uh, Mavericks are nationally ranked. They're doing really good. They made the final four last year. and I'm excited for that. That's kind of where the standard is to yeah. make the tournament again. Basically, they've got it in their hand. I think they could basically... They uh, could get in there's there. There's no way they don't make the tournament, which starts at a sweet 16. Yeah. Ooh, come on. Tonight's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be good. Nebraska's also going to be at home tomorrow. They're going to try and uh, extend that winning streak to five games. They're playing Michigan down in Lincoln. In basketball. Basketball. Uh, Forecasters say that the huge snowstorm they expect to begin pounding the Mid-Atlantic today could truly make history. The National Weather Service says that the blizzard could dump as much as 29 inches of snow on uh, Washington, D.C. by Sunday night, and that would break the record set 94 years ago when the snow, so-called Nickabaka blizzard 
dropped 28 inches of snow on the nation's capital. And then there's an issue of where do you put it. Oh, yeah. Well, how much did Boston get last uh, year? Was remember? Boston the record? Yeah, yes. that was nuts. They remember? Just kept, it just never stopped. It took until like uh, like July June. or yeah. June to melt. They the were big, showing the, the still, big pile, not yeah. all of it, by the way. The, the, the store. The pile snow. where they put it. Yeah, I remember that because they were showing pictures. You're like, uh, it's summer and we still have snow. Um, what could be affecting us here locally, this big storm? The nation's airlines are canceling more than 4,000 flights because of this big winter storm headed into the mid-Atlantic state. So if you are traveling, uh, before you head down to uh, Epley to head out, you might want to check and make sure that one of your flights isn't one of the 4,500 that have been canceled today and tomorrow at airports across the country. And residents in the Florida panhandle are bracing for tornadoes. Uh, There are severe thunderstorms possible in Florida and parts of Georgia throughout this morning. The tornado watch extends from the Gulf of Mexico across the panhandle into southern Alabama, and it's in effect until 6 a.m. Eastern. And the federal government is tightening the visa waiver program. Word has come that uh, the White House is uh, altering it to better protect national security. Lawmakers have called on the president to tighten the program after the terrorist attacks on Paris. The visa waiver program is designed to facilitate legitimate trade and travel to the U.S. But the waiver program, it allows people from 38 nations that are friendly of our, friends of ours to enter the U.S. without having being issued visas. Now, the changes are going to require that travelers from those 38 countries who have recently traveled, visited Iran, Iraq, Sudan, and Syria will now have to apply for visas before entering the U.S. And the record number of guns are turning up at airport checkpoints. The TSA said yesterday that screeners found more than 2,600 firearms in carry-on luggage last year, and most of them were loaded. That's 20% increase from 2014. I just want to know what... That's the carry-on? Yes. Well, like you're going up to there? the screener. They take it. Yeah, they take it away, right? I mean, or you can just run it to your car, I and guess. And you probably but... get detained, I would imagine. Um, I mean, some of these guys might be cops or law enforcement. Or you just don't think about it. You know, I don't know what the rules changed, but I, I dated a girl who was a commercial pilot. He was a JetBlue pilot, and it was pre-9-11. It was basically right before 9-11. And he used to tell me these cool stories about when you're the pilot of the plane, mm-hmm. you get the uh, flight manifest. It gets handed to you, like, late. You know those pilots? Yeah. Sometimes you'll see them coming in behind you. Welcome, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're up there drinking their coffee. Yeah. <laughs> And they're looking over this list. And on that list sometimes are the people that want to bring a gun on the plane. Oh, okay. All right. And a lot of them are cops, but the pilot got final approval. Oh, okay. Like, okay. you know, since he's the head of the ship, yeah. yes. he's kind of going down and kind of going, oh, checks out, this guy says he's a cop. And okay. Well, I didn't terms know that. people wanted to carry. I don't huh. know. I'm sure Paul's not. Who, I don't know what the rule is. Uh, yeah, the rules are probably. Don't bring a gun on a plane. Uh, no surprise, though, they listed the top five airports for comp- confiscated guns. Dallas-Fort Worth, first one. Atlanta, followed by Houston, and then Denver, and then Phoenix. So it was just kind of interesting um, all across the country. Technology is uh, making us l- poor spellers. Millennials uh, are the ones they're targeting in this particular study. They're saying that millennials are bad spellers, and that's what a texting company found out when it turned off its spell check function last week. Because they never learned how to spell, right? Well, I They've guess... They've had the technology yeah, as just, a crutch ooh, their whole life. Right. You're just counting well, We're on getting it. dumber by the day. <laughs> we learned it at one point, but you're like, when was the last time you had to remember to spell? God, I never thought about that. Yeah, because they do all their homework on computers. For them. Yeah. Spell check. So this texting app, it's called Blend. 
Uh, it turned off its spell checker for 72 hours last week so they could find out which words users misspelled the most. Um, they kind of did like an impromptu, like unscientific study. Uh, the app pulled data from 200,000 random users between the ages of 16 and 24, and they found a lot of mistakes. I guess two of the most frequently misspelled words were weird and Budweiser, and it's because the rule I before E except after C doesn't apply to them, so people you know immediately go into the I before E because there's no C. Yeah. They found that West Coast millennials don't know where to put the U in restaurant, I, I actually struggle with restaurant. But that's my hardest one. Mine too. I don't restaurant? know that and sandwich. I don't know why. Well, well I mean, I'm never, s- I'm never writing it down. It's right? only when you're texting. Yeah. Uh huh. How do you do? You just leave out. The I just U? start going rest. It just autocorrect doesn't immediately get to it. Okay. If so I had to spell it right now, I'd spell R E S T R A U N T. Is that right? No. See, restaurant. Rest o rant. <laughs> yeah. So, R-E-S-T-A-U-R-A-N-T, I mean, restaurant. Yeah, okay. And then I guess East Coast millennials don't know how to spell embarrassing, which that's tough because you have to remember that it's two R's and two S's. Because I always get hung up on things like necessity or embarrassed because I'm like, is it one R or two R's? Is it, I know it's two S's, you know. So uh, they say men misspelled more often than women. And I guess the cities with the worst spelling were Dallas and Brooklyn out in, uh, out in New York. Which huh. is kind of interesting, uh, but the, it's just a lot of words. Well, weird, definitely Budweiser, vacuum, possession, embarrassing, and silicon. Embarrassing. embarrassing. You're putting a weird emphasis. <laughs> embarrassing. Embar- embarrassing. Gotta, embarrassing. It, you're right. I mean, people are are getting dumber, and 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 then the millennials are learning not to spell. I mean, that's crazy to think that so, all you got to do is. You know, push a you know a few uh, letters, and then the, the, you have an gives option. You the word. Yeah, there you go. Here's I mean, the it word. makes life easier when you're texting, but in the end, oh boy, you do forget. Yeah, uh, and apparently, the hottest men's grooming trend for this year is looking like a slob. Men's Fashion Week in London, all the designers had their male models look disheveled like they just had rolled out of bed. This is going to be a huge boon for most men that I know. That seems like that's been a look for. All- off and on for a while. For a while, right? yeah. One male model told reporters, they told me not to shower. They said, you have to look like you don't care. You've got this disheveled look, but you still look good. And so another model said that he used to pluck his eyebrows. Now I have to grow a unibrow. A lot of us haven't even had to cut our hair. So you just so look, you look, um, I don't just know. Just look like you don't care. Um, so it, I guess that's the trend is that, you know, not looking like you just rolled out of bed and that you've done absolutely no manscaping and that you've picked something off the floor that's relatively clean. And I immediately thought of the two of you. And I thought, oh, well, thank you. I remember in in 1995, Calvin Klein took a bunch of grief because they did an ad campaign and basically all the models looked like dirty runaways. Yes. Remember, they were all standing in front of wood paneled. It was really creepy because it reminded you of someone's Basement, Un- uh, shag, carpeting, shard, shag carpeting with a wood paneled wall. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it those was so were, creepy. Those looked like dirty, unclean. Well, because they were like overexposed, so they looked like the kids that somebody would like lure into a creepy man's basement and be like, "I'll give you a sandwich if you let me take some pictures of you." And they're like, "Yeah, man, I just I, I don't want to sleep under the expressway anymore." That's yeah, sort man, of what whatever. That, I'm wearing whatever. jean shorts, <laughs> super short jean shorts. <laughs> 
So really, I guess those models got to do it, right? I mean, the unibrow was the one where I was like, whoa, too far. Too far. All right, Jeff, show me a photo. That's creepy. Remember that was their ad campaign? Calvin <laughs> Klein's always... Calvin Klein's creepy edition. Yes, very creepy. That is your news update on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 941. All right, 402-938-9400. That's into the show. we got a high today of 25. We kind of reached that right now. Uh, tomorrow we're going to see the mid-30s. All right, it's 719. You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Sunday night, by the way. It's going to be late, so you may have some on the ground on Monday. We'll find out. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Susie. Hi, Susie. What's going on, dear? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. I've got an easy way to remember how to spell Budweiser. Okay. I've got an acronym for Budweiser. I've known it since high school. Can't forget it. Uh, Because you deserve what every individual should enjoy regularly, Budweiser. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Really? One more time. Because you deserve what every individual should enjoy regularly. <laughs> That's Budweiser. Budweiser, okay. Yeah, well, yep, yep, you'll never funny. forget it. Who's, who oh. struggles with spelling Budweiser? I, I Maybe it just shows how much who we drink it. Budweiser, but... don't you just say Bud? Yeah. I mean, wouldn't yeah, you, like, if you were texting, wouldn't you just be like, oh, grab a Bud? Well, yeah. that could be the difference between a Bud Light and a Bud Heavy. Ooh, you're right. But People I'm saying, say like, bud. you say Bud Light or you just say Bud. I just I wouldn't go Budweiser. through the effort of like spelling out Budweiser is my point. Like, I would, well, what are people? You know, no one's screwing up the Bud part; they're misspelling Weiser. Yeah. So are they yeah. spelling it B U D W I S E R? Because if you you know you learn that Probably. little trick in school where it's I before E except after yeah. C. Yeah. And so, but these are like the exceptions. Budweiser puts the E before the I, even though. It's a W, not a C. So that's yeah, what's darn those up. guys. Oh, us and our exceptions to the rules. What, what, <laughs> what was Mississippi's deal? Um, M I double hump. What was that? Do you remember that? Or am I SSI, just... SSI. Okay, all right, never mind. Am I SSI, SSI, PPI? Oh, yeah. All right, there. Hey, thanks for calling. Go have a Budweiser. Yeah. Okay, all right, take care. Hey, I just want to remind everybody that's interested in helping out. It's a pretty good cause. Uh, that UNMC Skateathon, they they raise funds every year for Parkinson. That thing starts today at noon. All right, it's just uh, it's a skateathon, is what it is, and uh, I, we'll post it on our Facebook page. Uh, but they, it's a lot of fun. All right, they just have a lot of stuff going on. They got hockey players out there and and everything like that. But again, uh, we'll just post on on the website. They do. They're the ones that do the underwear, the underwear skate. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just a, <laughs> it's so cold. Twenty four hours of pure joy. Uh, out there. So head on out there and help them out. All right, 732. We have uh, celebrity news coming up. Yes, it's all about engagements. Miley and Mariah will give you the details on that. And uh, Larry Flint may be making a move to buy the Playboy Mansion. We'll tell you about that coming up next. All right, 732. Show on Omaha's number 
MTV Action 3 News. Team Up, Team Up has the biggest stars together. From Music's Biggest Night, February 15th. Action number 71. is a trip to the 58th Annual Grammy Awards. And all you have to do... Listening to the Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Hello, all right, seven forty-one. You're high today, about twenty-five. Kind of reached that actually. Uh, tomorrow we got thirty-five, and then Sunday thirty-eight, and a chance of some snow going on on Sunday. Uh, hello, Channel One. Hello. Well, hey, what's up, buddy? What can we do for you? Yeah, there's, uh, yeah I was calling in about uh, Omaha.com. On the legislature page, they talked about how uh, police are using stingrays to tap into people's cell phones. Oh, yeah, that's in the paper today. Cover the paper today. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Good. Yeah, that's a big deal. That's I kind of, that, that's weird. I've never heard of anything like that before. Mm-hmm. What's so, cool is they're talking yeah. about how um, it's a nation, it's becoming a thing that law enforcement can use these. Um, yeah, devices well, where it basically captures your phone calls, and it's so it's almost like a modern day wiretap. Yeah, and that in yeah. Baltimore, there's a ton of they use it a ton. Exactly, and that lady in the video, she had a phone. She showed that she's being tapped by somebody or detected. So I mean, it's like a big privacy issue, and you can't talk about anything on your phone or. Yeah, I've they never, target, I've never seen anything like it before. Um, so I, I didn't know that that existed out there that you can just buy a phone that can, <laughs> yeah, because it can't tap on. From my understanding, it can't tap into one individual phone. It can ta- just it catch, catches everything around them. It mimics a cell phone tower. Yeah. So anybody using the f- phone and your cell phone and it's trying to find a tower, it can link on to one of these wow. deals. They're called cell yeah. cell site simulators, and basically yeah, anyone can buy them. But it makes sense that law enforcement uses them because a lot of these bad guys use burner phones. Yeah. And so this way they can, I guess, listen to your phone calls and, and do anyway, they want to, they want to put a band on, they want to, somebody wants to launch a bill to ban them. They don't want law enforcement to be able to use them. They said they use one of these to help catch Nico Jenkins. So there you go. All right. Well, Hey man, well, thanks for calling. All right. Take care. All right. Take care. That was another episode of you read the paper. (laughs) Love it. Keep reading. All right, so uh, we got the traffic. Cammy, what's up? Uh, she there? Cammy, there? Check one, two. No, no, no. All right, celebrity news. Molly, what's up? So I guess uh, you know all this talk about uh, um, Oscar boycotting due to a lack of diversity uh, when it comes to nominees. I guess this year's Oscars, they are trying to maybe producers of the show are trying to lure Oprah Winfrey to be the big uh, star that hands out the Best Picture uh, statue. You know, adding the names that they're talking about include Oprah Winfrey, maybe Morgan Freeman. You know, Chris Brown, I mean, uh, pardon me, uh, Chris Rock is the one that is going to be hosting the Academy Awards. Uh, and so the, a lot of uh, stars, Jada Pickett Smith, Will Smith, uh, Spike, uh, Spike Lee, he, they've all come forward and said that they're going to be boycotting. And there's talk of other actors as well due to the fact that, you know, once again, when it comes to the best acting categories, uh, you know, it, it was it was what they're calling a whitewash. There were no uh, people of color that were nominated. Um, so this could be interesting. I wonder if Oprah will actually accept the invitation to hand out the Why best picture. Why would she want to? I mean, aren't you going to look so like either. a sellout? Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's funny that no, there's like no controversy about is uh, Quentin Tarantino's new movie, The Hateful Eight. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
I uh, walked in, sat in for maybe 10 minutes of it. Okay. And heard uh, probably at least 10 N-bombs. Oh, you're kidding. Really? I mean, he, for a guy who's so pro-Black Lives Matter, yes. right? And, and he's like a liberal. Mm-hmm. But there was controversy over Django Unchained. Now, a lot of these movies take place during the slave era yeah, where people say. talk like that. But still, people flipped out over Django Unchained. This one, Hateful Eight, is, um, and I love Quentin Tarantino movies, but man, I said in there, I'm like, dude, you really kind of like putting that in your movies. Well, I feel like. It's all the people yelling at Samuel Jackson's character. So on the screen, there's one black guy, it's Samuel Jackson. And um, everybody's throwing that out. If it's couched in, like, historical realness, like, I mean, you know, you can make the argument, you know, I mean, Mark Twain uses the N-word in Huckleberry Finn, you know, and Tom Sawyer. Right, that's a little bit of a leap. But what I'm saying is, is that when you're doing something that's supposed to be representative of that time, of that era, and you're supposed to be capturing the realness of that moment, then I can understand that. Now, people who just... But Mark Twain wrote that book back when people really talk like that. They, I I'm understand, not saying but my that point I is, he pull, is that I, I never said putting, you should pull Mark Twain off the shelves or any of those kind of books, and I don't no. think... I think people can say whatever they want. I'm just trying to make a joke that Quentin Tarantino really does like to say, throw the N-bomb in every one of his movies. Yes. He does. Where's the outrage? Well, None. I think because it's supposed to be couched in the fact that it's historical, that this is, it's not set in modern times. It's set in a time where that is how people spoke. Yeah, and but so, there's a lot of Yeah, but you got to see this. There, this so. is a little bit, it's not Django Unchained where the scene is on a slaveholder's farm. The open is they're in a stagecoach and everyone's calling Samuel Jackson the N-word. You're like, geez. All right. Does it uh, look good from the 10 minutes, though, that you, uh, because I, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I mean, Tarantino yeah. movies are all dialogue. Yeah. Okay. Larry Flint may be looking into buying the Playboy Mansion. You know, he is the founder of Hustler Magazine. Really? The Playboy Mansion went on sale last week for $200 million, contains so, a clause that the contract has to allow Hugh Hefner to remain there. Well, I guess Larry Flint's only interested in buying it if uh, Hefner is evicted. Well, so, yes. Yeah, I mean, the two of them aren't going to become roommates and make it this some sort of like, well, he's weird doing reality it like show. Well, he's doing it like an FU, like I outlasted. Uh, Hugh Hefner. The penthouse guy outlasted Playboy Hustler. magazine. The hustler guy. Yeah. Hustler. Well, no one's going to buy the house with, with an old man living up there. I know. I mean, well, on. and you're not allowed to go in the bedroom. Weird. You're not even allowed, like, you're not even, like, if you go and you're like, yeah, I'm an interested buyer, and they take you to the house, you know, it's like, go ahead, you know, look around, open doors, turn on faucets, except for you can't go into Hef's bedroom. Even I mean, is, is, is Larry Flint buyer. and Hustler, are, is it still making money is that a viable medium i'm saying is is are, i don't know are they still winning and playboy is I sadly so. basically lost yeah i think playboy is sadly lost i mean hustlers is, is a dirtier magazine uh you know or this is just you so, know a mean stick it to you kind of ploy i mean i yeah. i don't know if he's got 200 million dollars to uh but i guess you know, he's got, the, he operate. Uh, you know, this guy says, Larry and I have talked about it and partnering, uh, preparing a bid. And so it's this guy who does the Deja Vu company. It operates the Larry Flint's Hustler Club chain. I didn't realize that there was a club chain. Clubs. Like a Playboy club yeah, chain. Oh. I didn't realize that, but apparently there are. Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth are engaged again. Word is, is the couple have reunited after their split back in 2012. She's back wearing the ring, moving into his place. Everybody says it's good that they're like, you know, both seem much more mature and very happy with the uh, the new set- setup. And Mariah Carey is engaged. 
Uh, 45-year-old Mariah Carey is engaged to 48-year-old Australian billionaire James Packer. Apparently, it was a whirlwind romance. They just met about 10 months ago. This will be the third marriage for both of them. Uh, that is your celebrity news update on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 94.1. All right, thanks, Molly. All right, 749. All right, we have XOMOS 71 going on here. Uh, and how this works, it's a trip to the Grammys, okay? And it's kind of a watch and listen and win scenario. You watch Action 3 News at 10. They tell you what the song of the day is for the next day. Whenever you hear that song on Channel 941, uh, you just called up, and uh, you're calling number 9, and we'll get you in the drawing for the Grammys. All right, so it's simple. Hopefully you watched the news last night because it's coming up soon. I promise you. We got traffic and uh, news coming up next. Tinder helping uh, keep you in good health with a uh, weird new device on their app. We'll tell you about that coming up next. You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Rehabilitation Hospital is now hiring nurses for our new Omaha campus. Join our complex medical nursing team and help rebuild lives with world-class rehabilitation. Visit Madonna.org backslash Omaha nurses today. An equal opportunity employer. We're talking with Sean McGuire about what's new from Celebrity Homes. Sean, how do buyers know what's right for them? It's rare to find 